You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And oh, what a revelation to see. Someone was saying I love you to me. On one in a million chance of a lifetime. Life show compassion. Sports Radio 929 game. Sent to me a stroke of love. That's that song, right, Sam? You waited for if you were old enough and you were at the prom. You didn't want a fast dance. You're waiting for that slow song. You're waiting for a slow one. Yeah. Okay. You can get smooth there. Yeah, that not, not like Martin with, Lawrence. With, with, with that, 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 that one, that one, uh, uh, well, Martin Lawrence was always and forever. <laughs> no, that's, I know, but I'm one. saying. That's that's other song was that's always and forever, yeah. But him and his bad breath trying to get smooth. Yeah. <laughs> when the slow song came along. Anyway, brought that up because it would have been Larry Graham's birthday today. Really? Now, think about he, these he two. Played, he played one of the best concerts I've ever gone to in this town. Really? One of the, one of the best. It was, it was like festival, they call it festival seating. Basically, half of the Omni floor had no seats. Most of the Omni floor people danced. Yeah. People danced. And the Commodores played before him. Mm. It was that kind of show. It, it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Now, think about this threesome. All celebrating a birthday on this day, born the same year. I won't give the year out, but Larry Graham, Susan St. James, of all people. Whoa. McMillan and wife, Kate yeah. Nally, and Antonio Fargus. Whoa. Huggy Bear. Mm-hmm. All three born on this day. And the year before those three, Steve Martin, celebrating a birthday today. And who is what, uh, officially not going to do any more performing? Who's that? Steve Martin. Oh, he said that? What about his TV week. show? This this week, they said he was uh, looking at uh, a retirement from performing. Live like, shows, wow. yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know that I'd go see him live anymore. I can't remember last time doing stand-up, Steve Martin made me laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, I, 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 I never. That's not one of the things that drew me toward him. I still think one of the great performances he did was of, of the satanic doctor or dentist in um, – Little Shop of Little Horrors. Little Shop of yeah. Putting Bill Murray in the seat there and that whole scene, that was great. But, uh, no, nah, other than that, bringing it back to sports, Earl Weaver, born on this day. Uh-oh. Wellington Mara. That was for that was for Eric, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Wellington Mara, mm-hmm. born on this day. So, I got some more. I'll get back to him in just a little bit here. Right. Uh, on this 14th day of August, you say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Stockbridge. All right, now. I was just down in Stockbridge. 
You just everywhere, man. Just, no, no, I was just down in I was down in Henry County, and and I uh, went to McDonald. I went by Stockbridge High School. Shout out to the Tigers, and I stopped by to to, uh, to visit with them. And who'd you meet when you were out there at Stockbridge? Um, and, uh, uh, coach, what's coach's name out just, there? Just different people. Or I like put to you on see. the spot. Okay, different never mind. different folks was talking to, and um, some of the players, and just going out there and saying hey. Okay, that's all. All right. Coming up, we're going to talk to Miles Garrett from Fox 5. He is going to join us, talk Atlanta Falcons, uh, what he's seen out at camp, uh, yeah. obviously what um, what he saw in the first preseason game, getting us ready for the game against the Jets, everything having to do with Falcons. Miles is going to bring us up on. Got a casting call coming up later on in the hour. Got a fresh batch right up there on uh, Get Cast with Greg. If you're on Twitter, you can go check him out right now. I'm going to need, or they're going to need, a contortionist. I don't think I've ever asked in the 11 years I've been trying to get you guys these jobs asked for a contortionist wow gymnast yes acrobatist ac- ac- how do you say that what's the ac- acrobat acrobatist right is that okay. the way you say it yeah okay ha- ask for them never a contortionist it's the first time for everything yeah there is yeah there is. i wouldn't mind being a contortionist i mean you got obviously that means you're in great shape oh very much <laughs> you know it's the things the things those folks do with their bodies is pretty amazing stuff <sighs> Yep. Anyway, um, last night, do we have the call ready to go from Atlanta United? Do we have Mr. Absolutely. Mr. I mean, Mike it was a, it was a uh, contest last night in Cincinnati against FC Cincinnati. Atlanta United had a lead, 1-0. Then they gave up two goals and one of them. Oh, my goodness. You, 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 you know, But they're able to come back in the second half, and this is what it sounded like. Mascara in the near corner. Take a touch now. Square to Sosa just outside the 18. Sosa gives it back now to Lennon on the near touch line. Mascara overlapping. Back to Sosa again outside the 18. Square to Goodman in the central channel. Goodman will slip it over in Almada. Almada pops it back inside the arc. It rolls to Joseph. Ahead to Goodman. Edge of the six. Shot. Score! Andrew Goodman has done it again with a clutch goal in the final 10 minutes to equalize. Nice. Very, very nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. nice. I'll say something about Andrew Gutman because he scored the winning goal last week. Dramatic. And when everybody talked to him, he said, you're going to be doing this a lot more. He says, no, 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 that, that's, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, really. That's, 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 that's the guys. That, that's Joseph Martinez and that's, that's Almada and that's Cisneros. There's uh, other guys that are the, the goal scorers. I just get in and, and help do some things. It just happened to bounce my way. But here he is again this week, and he's that guy. And he's that guy with his name now in the history books because you know the significance of that goal. It was the 20,000th MLS goal. Wow. The 20,000th MLS goal. And he scored it against his former club. He he, he played for Cincinnati. There you go. So that, that, that made it big. Uh, Gonzalo Pineda. Uh, you know, and, and it's one of those matches that will come away saying Atlanta United had their chances. They should have had a chance to win it. But let's hear from Coach uh, some thoughts about, um, you know, having a chance there, getting the one point, you know, when you want your three, but you didn't want to leave empty-handed. It's a point that uh, will give us a little bit of a, of a momentum. The last six games, only one loss, like, uh, you know, winning at home, not losing away. I mean, it's kind of a formula that, that might work at the end, but we will never know until the end. I think the standings are so tight now, and uh, we still have one game in hand, but still you can see the distances are very, very short. 
So at the end, we will see if this point was the difference or not. I, I just feel like uh, we could have won this one. Mm-hmm. I feel like still a little bit disappointed that we couldn't win this one because I felt we, we, we played good. But uh, credit to, to Cincinnati, they, they were very sharp on well, that's the you know as you said that's the good news right there. But uh, we had a player get dinged up yesterday too, right? We did have some injuries too, Eric. We have an injury in in, in in this one last night, and that's the other thing we're, we're talking about. Well, uh, Goodman left with soreness. He said it was just soreness, and then we had another player who got stepped on, which um, he said in his, the next cut I'll play for you that neither of them are going to be out long term. We'll okay. see. The problem is they have a quick turnaround. They play again on Wednesday. They got Red Bulls coming up Wednesday night here. Uh, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, 7.30. Of course, you'll be able to hear it here at pregame at 7, kickoff at 7.30 on Sports Radio 99 The Game. Let's hear from Coach what he had to say about those injuries. Yeah, no, Andrew Andrew just said he, he felt tired. So okay. it was a bit precautionary. He, he's coming back from an injury. So he told me that that it started to feel tight. So he preferred to, to go out at that moment. And Alan, he was stepped in one of the throwings. He, he, someone stepped okay. on his foot in that play, but I think both are okay. Oh, well, that's good news. That is. That is. Uh, well, from a team that needs good news. Now, we mentioned that, that Andrew Gutman had played in Cincinnati. Uh, I think we got something from him, too. Uh, the fact that he was back in Cincinnati and able to play a big role there. Here are his thoughts after, after the game. Great. Yeah, obviously, it was a grind, um, you know, being being out, and you never want to, you know, be out injured. Um and, you know, I'm proud of myself and the way that I worked, um, you know, with the, with the trainers, with the physios to be able to come back and, um, you know, feel as fit as I did today. So um, great to be back with the team and obviously good to get a, um, you know, a tie away from home, especially coming back from, uh, from behind a goal. So uh, very happy to be back. There is no room for error for this team if they want to make the playoffs, correct, at this point? Very slim, yeah. Yeah. very slim. You yeah. you need to beat the teams below you for sure. Now, you're playing the Red Bulls on Wednesday. The Red Bulls are a playoff contender. Um, you you got payback because, they, of course, you lost to them up there in New York. So to beat them would be, be great, but you cannot lose to any team that's behind you because you're going to be one of the final teams to make it in. So is there room for error? Not really. You probably could maybe lose a game or two in a row, but you really need to win these games at home. They have like four games at home to finish out the season, you need all those wins. And not just a point. You don't need those ties. You need victories. You need, yeah, you need three points. I mean, those these draws they have, which they've done so much this season, uh, let some slip away from them when they had opportunities to win. Uh, just those, you know, on the set pieces, those, those you know, breakdowns defensively that just happen at the wrong time. You go out and have them dominate possession. Uh, in almost all of their contests, Atlanta United has been dominating possession. But, but the thing of it is, is getting the goals, the opportunities, and also getting those stops, you know, on the back end. And you know, Red Bulls is going to challenge them. They've always been a, a tough, tough out um, for Atlanta United since the team's inception. Uh, can't win up there, but even here, to beat them has been very difficult. So they have a tough test coming up this week. Uh, we're going to hear what Joe, uh, Joe Patrick has to say about that, too. Joe's going to join us coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. I'm sure he will have some thoughts um, moving forward. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 92.9 The Can we switch back to a conversation that we were talking and having some fun with yesterday? Sure. Uh, we got a lot of folks going to church. They're probably at church by now. Morning. Um, 
Yes. Uh, and and I mean, they, they are. Th- th- thank you for taking us along. With yeah, you. yeah. You for getting ready to get out the car. Thanks for letting us ride with you. Uh, and I'm seeing some sun out these shades here, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah out the yeah. windows here. Yeah. Well, I'm not there where you are. What's it look no, like in Midtown? It's, 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 it's nice. Sun uh, is out. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Whisk, Cobb, and all that looking good out here. So yesterday, you know, Sam and I on Saturday mornings, along with Sunday mornings here, and um, yesterday was our first chance to address some things that happened during the week we're only here you know every six days and so some of the stuff has already been talked about but we haven't had a chance to and one of them in mr crenshaw's wheelhouse having to do with serena williams but the two big pieces of news was serena saying she's evolving out of 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 playing tennis instead of just saying she's retiring that was a good way to put it some folks can't say it no they can't say it and they don't want to say it out loud for the sponsors they got to hang it out there too that's another thing I don't think sponsors going to leave her. I don't think they are either, but, you know, she they, did that direct there's conversations. TV she ain't played, a, she ain't played a, a tournament in a minute, and she had that direct TV commercial and you know, in the Wonder Woman outfit. That's the one that you will never, ever, ever let no, go. No, I will not. <laughs> so I'm just saying conversations yeah, would have been had mm-hmm. had she used that word. But either way, she we know that she's um, she's on the 18th hole of her career as far as being visible doing it. Now, the other piece of news that came down, was that the NBA has decided to retire Bill Russell's number six. All right, not many people have a problem with that. He's not the equivalent to the reasons why Major League Baseball did Jackie Robinson, but still just as, just as significant, uh, a player and a person. And, and the change that he brought upon working with a number of different people in the, in the midst of the civil rights movement, and so rightfully so, get that man's number retired. Having said that, Sam and I were going back and forth about, well, is this the last major sports league in America that's going to do that? Is there any other that could do that? You immediately shot down football. Yeah, because they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't like to retire jerseys anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. They 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 really don't. This that's a rarity. So I I, I don't. Um, but if you're looking for a player that would be a somebody who's tra- a transforming type person, I'm just trying to think who that person would be. I don't know. Again, I've been thinking about that too. Yeah, I, I really have been, and I and I don't know that there is one person. Um, and, and you know, and you know what, football kind of is designed to be that. It's designed to be a team where everybody. You know, plays. You got eleven guys in the huddle, and it takes all eleven doing the same thing in order to to succeed. Right. I mean, yeah, we have people who stand out, who stars, you know, whatnot. You know, Deion Sanders when he played here would stand out. But but if you want to play, you want things to succeed. Even for him, the rest of the guys had to do their thing in order for him to capitalize and do what what, what he did. So I think that's the other thing that makes it difficult. Just the nature of of the game. And the other reason those guys got their numbers retired is not all because of what they did on the diamond or on the court. It's it was their contribution in other ways. And so yeah, it would be hard to pinpoint one particular person um um for football. The only name that we came I came up with and, and we're still just kind of throwing this around, if it were to happen and if they had to do it in say the NHL, not just because of who he was as a player but the expansion of the sport in America really happened to hockey when Gretzky left Edmonton and came to L.A. Absolutely. That would be the only other number. Now, you could even just on its own retire the number 99 and say, okay, this guy, is, he's been something special. But, yeah, but even that, I, you know, I, I don't know. But we talked about this earlier, getting back to Serena, and, and the lasting mark she could make 
is if her and not just her, but her and and Venus left their name on a state of the art, first class, twenty first century stadium out there in the Inglewood area where you got SoFi, you got you know, you got certain cities where all three arenas are like within walking distance. And and having the basketball arena, Steve Ballmer's, you know, fancy enough the forum, you got SoFi out there, and if this arena, this stadium, much like what they have in New York, the Arthur Ashe Center and the Billy Jean King Stadium, I forget which one is the Paramount name. Is it the Arthur Ashe? Arthur Ashe Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, Billy Jean King Center. Center, okay. So do something like that. 3,000 miles away in the second biggest city in America, which has nothing comparable to that and, and in no major events. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out there. We're going to switch gears and talk some football with Miles Garrett. Get his thoughts on the Falcons, where they are, where they're going, and what it looks like to him. And then coming up later on in the hour, a casting call. Let's you know where money is flying through the air. The latest one, by the way, is up already on Get Cast with Greg. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This is that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpieces. Styling, wildin', living it up in the city. Got chucks on with Saint Laurent. Gotta kiss myself, I'm so pretty. I'm too hot. Force Radio 929 Game, 929TheGame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Dude, you know what? I tripped again into uh, this halftime show from the Super Bowl with Uh him. Not the one by himself. Yeah. It was him and Beyonce and uh, uh, Coldplay. That was a great show, too. Yeah, that was a good one. Beyonce almost fell when they came on. So you remember that bit? You got to go back and look at it, but when she was, you know, doing her step, she was coming on. When she got on stage, she she just made a move and she was bouncing up. But you can see she lost her footing because she had heels on and everything. And, mm-hmm. But she caught it because she's Beyonce, right? Yeah, that's kind of what she does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, we got a guy who's ready to go. He's texting me during the break, going, "I ain't heard from him. He is a call. I got things to talk about." And that's Miles Garrett. And so he was, he was like, he's like, I, I haven't heard from him. Are you, you going to get me? I was like, Miles, we, we just don't want you sitting on hold forever. That's what we do. We want you to be ready to go. But man, he is, he's he like, you know, Carl Lewis in the blocks. Got to love that enthusiasm. I'm sorry, Miles. Yeah. I, I don't want you sitting on hold for more, no more than a minute. No more than a minute. This is, this is a local actor too, you know? So he's, you know, you just can't mess with him. He's not only a broadcaster here and down, but local actor, which yeah. is where, which is where we met on the set of, fantasy football which will be coming out sometime soon by the way do we know when that thing's going to be released miles and good morning to you <laughs> good morning i'm a peacock greg you got to let me fly i'm just waiting to talk on air here but uh, yeah no i have no idea when that i have no idea when that's coming out they didn't really let us know did they? no they didn't no we got our checks but they didn't let, oh, you, you got your check right <laughs> yeah we got our check so <laughs> i don't know when it's coming out anyway miles listen we are uh, we're in it now Football season is here. Uh, I know this is what you talk about over at Fox 5. You cover the Falcons, among other things. And so let's start with what you saw in that game against um, against the Lions. And and were you surprised? How surprised were you? Were you not? You expected it? Your thoughts on it? Yeah, there were a few things that uh, honestly confirmed what I was thinking and a few surprises. Uh, I think the big thing that – I mean, we'll start off with kind of the negative thing first. I think the, the thing that – kind of confirmed my suspicion is the offensive line still looks like it might be a problem, right? I mean, we saw 
Aiden Hutchinson kind of lit in the backfield there at the beginning and, you know, watching that, it's like, oh, no, the Lions are already getting penetration. That's not a great start to see. But on the hindsight of that, I think you saw sort of the benefits of the mobile quarterback, right? You saw Marcus Mariota. You saw Desmond Ritter able to make some plays in the backfield, kind of moving around off of play action, uh, especially Marcus Mariota. I know he only got one series, but I believe it seemed like 90% of the time he was making some scrambles for, for some good plays. And, and then we saw that one good play from Drake London. We only got one catch, but it was a pretty good one uh, right before he got hurt. So that was exciting to see. Um, but, of course, I mean, the story of the hour was Desmond Ritter. He looked decent throughout the game, but then you have the, the game-winning touchdown pass at the very end. But I think the most impressive thing that I saw from Desmond Ritter was that interception that he had that got called back because of the late hit. And, you know, when I when you see a rookie quarterback come back from, you know, an early interception there like that, go. it wasn't a very yep, good yep, play. Yep. He looked, looked the receiver down the whole time. But, no, right after that, Arthur Smith said, you know, we're not going to hand the ball off. We're going to keep throwing the ball. I think that was really good to see from a rookie quarterback to – to overcome that and not let that linger and bother him. So I think that was a good sign going forward. And I think the defensive line showed some bright spots. I saw Arnold Ebichetti, uh I don't think he got to the quarterback, but it seemed like he was getting some pressure on in the backfield. So it seemed like just a couple unlucky breaks there. But uh, for the most part, I think there were a few surprises and a couple things that otherwise confirmed suspicion. Yep. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this Sunday morning with Miles Garrett. He is social. You want to follow him on Twitter. You can find him at Miles Garrett TV, at Miles Garrett TV. Um, the thing I wanted to see from Friday night was survival. I wanted to see everything survive. The fact that they won the game, the fact that some productive things, to me, that's a cherry on top of the Sunday. I just wanted to see this team, these guys survive. Now we go to the second, to the second matchup that's going to come up. And um, my thing is, what do you look for most? Who do you want to see more of? I think this will be the game that we'll see the starters probably played most of the first half, possibly. What are some things that you feel like we should see in a second game and one that's kind of like a, a dress rehearsal kind of game for the, for the season? Well, number one, I definitely would like to see some improvement from the offensive line. I know you know we may not be able to see that just because of you know starters and how much of it we'll see. And again, we, we know that it's already maybe kind of a weak spot for this team. But other than the offensive line, uh, I'm not quite sure what the injury report will be. Um, there were a few players on that injury report that I did want to see in action, guys like Marlon Davidson, Troy Anderson, um, Brian Edwards, too. Uh, you know, he, he seems like he's being billed as wide receiver, too, uh, just him and Drake London right there. Um, so I really wanted to see him on the field. Um, but, again, there's especially with Drake London now, there's no rush to get those two guys out there. Brian Edwards looks like he hasn't been – you know, seriously injured. He has been kind of in the no contact jersey the last few weeks with the with the shoulder injury. So I, I think the team at this point is not trying to risk anything. But I would really like to see him and uh, honestly Troy Anderson because you see what Nakobe Dean did in his first game. It seemed like he was stealing some of the show a little bit on Twitter, making some plays against the Jets, uh, and it's hard to ignore that when the Falcons could have taken Nakobe Dean a linebacker when they took Troy Anderson. So uh, he's a player that I really want to see. I know he's going to have to maybe have some growing pains and perhaps a learning year even just because of, you know, the competition that he faced in college and all the positions that he's played. Uh, but I would really like to see him. Um, Isaiah Oliver, I know they're not rushing him back. 
but you know he showed such great signs last year. I'm really hoping that he's able to continue that, especially with the development of a guy like D. Alford. You know, he makes an interception against the Lions, and uh, kind of excited to see that secondary grow and perhaps be a strength of this team when you have. Richie Grant, Jalen Hawkins coming in year two, and, uh, you know, AJ and Casey, we know what they can do. So uh, I think it's kind of a exciting thing to maybe see the development of that area and see what, uh, what it can look like, hopefully in the preseason, but uh, maybe we'll have to wait till the regular season for some of that. That is Miles Garrett from Fox 5 joining Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. All right, next week versus the Jets, up in MetLife. The thing is, this is now game two, which is traditionally the game where you're still kind of working the guys you want to see some stuff with, but not anymore. You're going to have to have the starters in for a significant amount of time. My question is, everything kind of changes a little bit because preseason, you know, people, teams tend to hold back a little bit. They don't want to show everything that they got. But this is a different this is a different beast right now. 17-game season, and right out of the chute for these Falcons, they have their rival – and then two West Coast trips. So I don't know how you approach that if it were you and you were running things and helping, you know, uh, you know, confer with Arthur Smith. What sort of approach would you take to these last two preseason games? Yeah, it really is a slippery slope because I've always been of the opinion to get out of the preseason healthy. That's always been my number one prerogative for, for preseason games. Yes, you want to see the backups and you want to see what you've got in your roster, but – I do think the most important aspect of the preseason is just get out of it healthy. I mean, you saw what happened to the Jets this past week. It looked like Zach Wilson may have been gone for the entire season. The Jets' season would have been done before it even started. So, luckily, it looks like he'll only be gone for maybe two or three weeks, something like that. But it's scary when, when you have plays like that. And, you know, it can be insignificant. It can be one series, that type of thing. So, I think the most important thing is to get out of it healthy. And I think the other uh, important thing about it is Limit the mistakes. Limit the penalties. This is something we saw last year with this team. They started off very against. I think believe it was the game against. Um, shoot, I can't quite remember the, the the first game of the season they had. I was against the Eagles, and they had a lot of penalties. It looked like a lot of sloppy football in the game one of the regular season. And I really think it may have been a product of not necessarily taking the preseason seriously enough. So you know, you kind of got to find a, a line between resting your starters and playing them and making sure they're crisp enough for that first regular season game. And I think we saw that a little bit against the Lions. It looks like they played mostly penalty-free football, um, limiting the mistakes on, you know, false start penalties and some of the holding calls, some of the stuff you see early on in regular seasons when those starters aren't playing too much. Uh, but those are the two main things. Get out of it healthy, limit the mistakes, limit the penalties. And, of course, you know, this team is a little bit different than most. A lot of position battles aren't necessarily written in pen yet. A lot of them are in pencil. So we don't really know who's going to be those starters, especially on the offensive line. I think that's the biggest question mark for position battles on this team. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of difficult to, to find out uh, when those preseason games don't really count, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they count in some ways. Uh, you don't count the score, but you do want to see the effort, especially with a team like the Falcons, where people are fighting for roster spots and for starting jobs. Folks, we're spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Miles Garrett from Fox 5, uh, just talking Falcons football. And you mentioned Kobe Dean, and so how closely are you following some of the guys from, from Georgia who, who were drafted? I, I saw a pretty dramatic catch by George Pickens 
up uh, with with the Steelers, which uh, I, I, I smile a little bit there because I remember going to Georgia's pro day and I saw Mike Tomlin walk away from all the other coaches just to go and watch George Pickens. How ironic. You, you, you know sometimes, Miles, you can see something you say, I know what he's doing. I know what's happening. Oh, yeah. And sure enough, well, what are your thoughts on you know, as you watch some of these guys from who are on the national championship team now at the next level? Well, if anyone wants to look at my Twitter from before draft time, you will see my mock draft had one for the Falcons of just Georgia players, and it filled every need. So I don't want to be called a genius because I am, but I do want to be called a genius. Regardless, <laughs> I think a, uh, lot of, a lot of these guys are going to end up being difference makers in the NFL. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the Eagles got just two absolute studs who are going to be starters on their defense with Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis. It was funny, too. I actually saw a play where Nicobe Dean made a tackle that was made possible by Jordan Davis moving an offensive lineman in the direction that put the running back right in Nicobe Dean's path. So it was almost like a, a, a teamwork moment there, which was kind of cool to see from four, two former dogs. But you're right. I mean, even even George Pickens, I'm excited to see what James Cook can do up in Buffalo in that offense. Uh, Zeus even had a good run the first preseason game with the Raiders. Amir White uh, ran over a guy. So all these guys are studs. Uh, I think George Pickens will be a big fantasy guy for any uh, any people who, who are big fantasy football folks out there. Um, I think he's got wide receiver one potential, big time potential to, to, to make an impact in year one with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That, that catch yesterday was something else with the toe tap and everything. Um, George Pickens is always a guy I, I, I thought was going to be a star at the next level. It was just a matter of if he can stay healthy and, and perhaps be in the right situation. And what better situation can Pittsburgh be? I mean, if they get the quarterback situation figured out, Mike Tomlin sky's the limit for that team. But, uh, yeah, no, it, 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 it is something to watch almost every single starter from that Georgia defense make an NFL roster and perhaps be a starter this year. Uh, you know, you got Quay Walker as well with the, uh, the Green Bay Packers, but it was definitely hard to see the, the Falcons not take anyone from that defense. It's uh, Miles Garrett. Listen, before we let you go, we're going to get your thoughts on, I, we talked about this yesterday, other than that dude down there in Tampa Bay, and we don't know what that team's going to look like this year. You know, they had some, some yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what, what's your overall thoughts of the division? And uh, you know, the changes going on in Carolina, the changes going on in New Orleans. Um, what do you see? The how do you see the Falcons faring against these guys? I really think the race for second place in this division is a lot closer than people think. I mean, I, I think it's it's a given. I mean, I don't want to call it a certainty, but I do think it's a given that this is Tampa's division at least for this year and for until that guy we're talking about retires. Uh, but it, there's so much uncertainty. I mean, we, we don't know what Baker Mayfield will be at quarterback for the Panthers. It seems like he's the, yeah, we do. the starter up there. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think Sam Darnold's going to beat him out, yeah. but we don't really know what we're getting. Matt Rule is, is essentially coaching for his job up there. He made some very questionable decisions last year, so they're kind of a mixed bag. We don't really know. And then I think the Saints are in the same way as well. I mean, they've got, I mean, Jameis Winston, I believe, is a little bit shaken up right now. So at the moment, Andy Dalton is their quarterback. And if he's not the quarterback, Ian Book's their quarterback. So it's it's kind of tricky. You don't really know what you're getting. Alvin Kamara uh, will be suspended, it appears. So how long is he going to be out? Michael Thomas, he's kind of unpredictable, whether he'll have good years or he'll go crazy. You never know. 
uh, some insider stuff there with, with the team. It appears you may have some issues, but yeah, it, it's really, I think a, an opportunity, especially for the Falcons to, to maybe make some noise and perhaps take this division after Tom Brady leaves, because this division will be wide open, especially with Sean Payton gone uh, maybe a couple of years. So, you know, it's, it's time for, I think the Falcons to, to, to grow. Uh, I don't think anyone's expecting them to, to make a Super Bowl run or a playoff run for that matter this year. But it's a really good chance to, to set the tone and set the culture. I think that's been a big thing for this Falcons team is kind of changing the culture from Dan Quinn to Arthur Smith. And I think you saw a glimpse of that in the Lions game. It appeared kind of, it, it really was giving off a new era vibe for me. And especially some of the Fox 5 crew when we were watching it together, it just sort of felt like a different team too. This is amazing, Sam. As we as it was, we say goodbye to Miles. He just said something that reminded me. If you say it out loud uh-huh. and, and and just give the division to a team who, by the way, just lost a Hall of Fame tight end, right? And their coach got a rookie coach coming in, and without their Hall of Fame tight end, and you are going to say unequivocally that they're the <laughs> team, they're going to win it because of that dude who's behind center. Yeah. Uh, that kind of to be the man, you got to beat the man. How about that? Hey, Miles, as always, we can't thank you enough. We appreciate you being a part of the uh, voices that we have on here. We're looking forward to ha- continuing to have you on during this football season. Thanks for getting up and joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. All there right, you thanks, go. Miles. Miles Garrett, Fox yep. 5, joining us. Uh, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to Joe Patrick. What hat will he wear or how many will he wear? Uh, he's going to join us. And uh, I'm going to let you know about where some money's flying through the air next. If you can bend and twist and turn and, and, and put yourself in all kinds of positions, not for that, like I'm a contortionist, uh, there's a job for you. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom It's Sam and Greg. Yeah, I, I did that one for a reason. <laughs> Look at you, man. I, I know you like it too. Yeah, yeah. You know how yesterday we were talking about it was the anniversary of um, Curtis Mayfield and, and him having his accident on stage where, he, you know, obviously it paralyzed him. He continued to. Right, and saying a little bit, but he he wasn't Curtis Mayfield from before that. He wasn't Superfly no more that way. And my and I told you how that was one of my mother's favorites, and it got me thinking about my mother throughout the day yesterday. Well, today I, there was another one of these events, and it's not really that important that, that turned up on the on this day sort of thing, and it had to do with Jackie Wilson, hmm. and that's Jackie Wilson. And for folks who don't know. And I don't think I'm, this is hyperbole, Sam. I think this is honest. Jackie Wilson was was a very, very special performer. You know, they talk about, you know, James, and they talk about Sammy Davis, and, of course, you know, they were the precursor to Michael. Well, wedged in between them dudes was Jackie Wilson, who put on a show like none other. And and Michael even talked about him and, and how he admired him and, and based some of his – 
dancing, you know, on Jackie Wilson. Well, Jackie Wilson had a similar situation. He was performing in Vegas. I think it was in Vegas, but he was performing. In fact, he was doing his hit song, Lonely Teardrops, and on stage had a heart attack. And, you know, never performed again. It was just um, it was just a sad story. But yeah. the, the story that followed, we found out when he passed, was because he didn't pass until 84. Yeah, he, this he, he lingered for a very long time. Yeah, he, this happened in 75. And he passed in 84. And depending on who you talk to, they all kind of come around to the same sort of story that Frank Sinatra picked up his medical bills. Yeah, I think Frank Sinatra picks them up. I think Elvis picked up some. Elvis too. And Elvis, yeah. Elvis mm-hmm. passed in 77. So right. obviously we're on. But Frank Sinatra picked up. This is how many people this dude touched. Yeah. And the kind of performance. So go back and look at, you know, get on YouTube. And, uh, you know, we know what James, early James Brown was like. We know what Sammy Davis is like. And we know about Michael. But, again, there, you want to see um, a performer with hit songs that gave you the kind of show that those others did, go back and check out Jackie Wilson. And, and again, got me thinking about Thelma. So that's up to mama up there. Uh, I'm thinking about you. Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. I want to send you guys to 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. A fresh list. Mr. Crenshaw is there. Fresh list? A fresh list of job opportunities um, in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And I have got one up there that I have never asked for before. There's not been a need for it that I can think of before. And it is a need for a contortionist. Whoa. Central Casting's got a new uh, Netflix feature film, and they are looking for contortionists for a party scene. And as they put it, extremely flex. Isn't that redundant, though? <laughs> you know, they say a contortionist who's extremely flexible. Uh, it's kind of what you do. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're taking photo submissions for a two-day call. So it's a big party scene going on. I'm telling you, that would be a party they'd have to have me, you know, ask me to leave. Because I have never been to a party where there was been a contortionist. <laughs> and they're looking for men and women. And if there was a female contortionist, might have got arrested. So it's a two-day shoot. <laughs> it's a two-day shoot. Okay. Party scene that is being shot. Shoots uh, September 8th and 9th. Party gotta, scene. Now, you got to bring your own clothes for this, or they're going to dress you? I don't know if they're going to dress I would imagine you're going to be, you know, they're going to, you know. You're going you to know what kind of party now. Yeah. Well, th- listen, th- th- nothing X-rated here. It's just saying a party scene. Yeah. Because, you know, they, again, I'm not even going to. I've stopped trying to speculate. It could be It could be semi-formal party. It could be anything. You know? It could be anything. Could be a black tie event where folks with too much money decide we're gonna have a contortionist over here and a juggler over here. I don't know. They could find them. They probably could. If they throw enough money out there, they could absolutely, absolutely. find yeah. them. But this is gonna happen um, again in September, early September. Men and women, all ethnicities who are contortionists, extremely flexible. So that's one of the needs that I have up. Um, there's a new Disney project that they're also doing. They are looking for Native American. Mother and daughter. Daughter's got to be somewhere between 6 to 16 years old, but there's a grocery store scene that is being shot. So Disney, I mean, Central Casting, again, looking for real Native American mother-daughter. Mom, as long as she's 18, you know, 18 and over. But uh, this is going to shoot in a few weeks. So those jobs are there. Extras Casting Atlanta is looking for a female stand-in. Also, a big uh, black tie gala event. They're looking for ladies with evening wear. So you'll see the jobs up there. Again, 9290game.com slash casting call. You're going to see them there. Oh, oh, I got I to gotta send you guys to um, 
um, casting TaylorMade. Heather has got a massive project going on. It's called The Takeover. And she's just got a touch. She's pulling her hair out. She got so many roles to fill as far as extra work. So she basically has just had me put out a, a generic one with any, you know, any ethnicity, any gender for multiple roles, 18 to 99 years old, she said. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, get them all. Just everybody. Okay. Because this is some. this is what happens from time to time. And um, I'm not telling tales out of school when I say on the totem pole of a production, the background sometimes is near the bottom of all the things that are important. Okay. Cause you technically could put a background in, you get a green screen someplace and they could pipe in, you know, they could make it, they could make like you and I, you know, we lay on a green screen and they could make it look like you and I are doing our show from the base of the grand Canyon. Okay. So they could put background in, but they choose to make it look authentic. And when they do, and uh, sometimes there are just, obstacles that happened and 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 shoots get moved around so when this week a particular casting director needs middle school kids and they spend so many time getting these so much time getting these middle school kids lined up and so on and so forth and then next thing you know the director producer says oh not sorry we need uh cuban cigar rollers okay now you gotta go and pivot and find those folks so this happens from time to time. I'm not saying this project is difficult, but she has just got her arms full trying to fill all these needs. So I told her I would purposely drive you guys to Casting TaylorMade, The Takeover. Anyway, that link is going to take you to a number of job opportunities for this particular project. So you want to get them there and, and, and get that, um, especially if you're on the fence. Okay. Now, I want to tell you something else, too, that happened. What you got? I got one of our employees on a project. Okay. Now, so far, everything has worked out well. Even the commercial that you did, which I don't know if I got you on that, but we had talked about this. You still haven't seen that thing, have I you? I still haven't seen it. You got me, on a, you got me booked on a commercial. You went Eric, and shot it. He got me. I shot it. Stopped over here on the sidewalk right there by, by the Biltmore Hotel. Shot. It didn't take long. Nope. Everybody has seen it but me. Oh, so it has aired. You it, just oh, it's aired. Seen it. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen it. Okay. Everybody, hey man, saw you in a you 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 in a commercial. I'm like like, oh yeah. You, it, okay, well, what's it for? What, what was it? It was for like for like some type of insurance, I think. Yeah, I remember getting them on there, yeah. but, but but you I, had a good experience. That's the point I'm trying. Oh, it was to get great to. experience. Okay, you I had just a, haven't seen it. <laughs> well, that's that's you problem. But you had a good experience, and Larry Tinsley. Oh, he had a the, great the Hall experience. of Famer he had, had a great, great experience on the um, immortal, immortal immortal life of Henry of, of Henry, Lacks. Henry Lacks. Yeah, Henry okay, Lacks. so he was on that. And I'm trying to think of the other person. We got um, there's like two other people that I've got booked, but every once in a while, they don't work out, and that's the case. And it's not necessarily one of those where you go uh, to a studio. It usually it usually happens when you're on a production uh, a location shoot, okay? okay, and you can't control the weather. You know, we had some rain last week, and that makes everything pivot. And if you spend X amount of time in makeup and wardrobe, and then you're sitting outside because you're waiting to go into wherever the house or somewhere, they have a lot of a lot of you know area where you just kind of sit and wait. They got chairs for you or sofas or whatever, but you're still outdoors or outdoors maybe under a canopy, but still the elements can affect you. So if that's not 
you know, conducive to wearing a big outfit or keeping your makeup on without you sweating, it turns the shoot into kind of a miserable day. And I had that happen last week. Now, this is just like everything else in life. They do their best to accommodate, but they can't do anything about Mother Nature. And not all these jobs are out on location. A lot of them you're going to show up to the trialists out there in Fayetteville or Screen Gems or one of the other studios, and it's not a part of it. But there are times that Mother Nature will just throw a wet rag over everything. Don't let that deter you from grabbing this money and being a part of these productions. It happens. I've had bad shoots. I'll never forget the first time I went out there, man, uh, to just find out what extras go through because I haven't really been an extra, but I had to find out since I was doing this feature right. what to do. And I'll never forget going out, and I did, a, I did a job on single ladies. I think it lasted two seasons or three seasons. Or okay. And Queen Latifah was the, one of the executive producers of it. And the shoot itself went well. We were inside some bar in you know Midtown area. But this particular scene, the extras were held just outside the building. <laughs> and Whoa. it was, wasn't a big budget. Okay. So when it came to be, you know, a mealtime or something like that, you, you know, you got a folding chair and a two-piece. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that happens, That's right? how that works. It happens. Uh-huh. And you're fed. And it, it, if they put that in front of you at a table inside the studio, you'd be cool with it. But that happens at time to time. So... You, this is what I have been saying. Show business or, or being a part of it in any capacity is want to. It's like rebounded in the, LA, in the NBA. You got to want it. But there are no more unique experiences that you will find in the city than being on a television or a movie set. So I always press it. But I do tell you from time to time, there are these stories, there are these incidents. So I've been full disclosure with you. Um, I'm going to get this person booked on another project to let her know that yeah, most of the time, 95% of the time, it works out like Sam's shoot, and everything works out great. I did want to get this in before we left here real quick. Somebody wanted us to know that we left something out there. You know how we all talk about, Eric, if we can bring that to just a little bit, and I'll make this quick. You know we talk about folks leave us in threes? Yep. And, of course, we spend a lot of time talking about Russell and, and Vin Scully, but we left the third person out, and there was a third person. Do you know who I'm talking about? World, sure. world, world renowned. World renowned. Yes. Come on, Eric. The third. We lost the In third the person. World? Not the sports world. Just world renowned. You're talking about um, the actress that passed. Yes. Who? No, no. Who are you? Well, uh, she's. I'm not talking about Anne Hage. Okay. No. Olivia Newton-John. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Wow. How'd y'all let? See me? I feel just as bad. Yeah. Yeah. Olivia yeah. Newton-John left us, so and and she spent, and we ain't well, talking about a different, her. a different actress. Well, a singer Act, though, singer, but just, she has been for the last I don't know decade or so champion breast cancer mm-hmm. because she had it. So her work with that organization and the money that she's raised was worthy of putting her um, in that category and us mentioning to it. So I want to make sure I got that out there. You guys agree? Yeah. Absolutely. Moving into the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to Joe Patrick. His thoughts on either Atlanta United, the Falcons, or the Braves, or maybe all three. That's all coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 